I am very excited to have Zach here today with us, who is going to share his trading journey that started very typical, but took many unexpected turns and in the end brought him exactly what he wanted, but not at all what he expected. We'll discuss all the difficult choices and decisions that he had to make and how he approached it. So let's get started. Hi, Zach, and welcome to the Confidence in Trading podcast. Hi, Agnieszka. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here with us. The reason why most people like you and I get into trading is because they have a dream. Trading is supposed to provide them with means to realize their dream. What many people do not realize is that their dream has nothing to do with trading. Most do not have a dream to trade. They want to trade to make money. Yeah. And that brings too much focus on the result right from the start and a lot of pressure. So, Zach, can you tell us what was your dream and why did you get into trading? So, yeah, I mean, like most people, I think my first thought was, you know, you start, you're, you're on YouTube, you're watching a lot of YouTube videos and you see people trading, especially during the pandemic. I feel like the algorithm was just pumping like trading traders and, and trading courses and everything online. And of course, you know, the dollar signs start flashing, right? The Lambos and dollar signs, you just start seeing like, oh my God, I did not realize this was possible. And it makes sense because like as technology changes and as, uh, you know, this type of this type of like knowledge, which I think previously was held so tightly by gatekeepers, let's say you had to work for a big firm to be able to learn this type of, te these types of techniques and this kind of process, you know, that becomes opened up to, to a larger population. And I think with online trading software and such, this has even expanded more. So this for the first time I'm seeing this and I'm like, got the dollar signs in my eyes, right? Oh my God, this is incredible. I could be making, you know, five grand a day, <laughs> never mind five grand a month. Right. And it just becomes this, this amazing uh, uh, opportunity. So thinking of myself, like I know that I was very, I'm very technical. I'm very, um, you know, kind of engineering mindset. So I was like, oh, this should be an easy fit. I should, this should be easy for me to figure out. And uh, you know, if, if, if somebody, if, if anyone can do it, I can do it. So uh, that's sort of what I think drew me into it at first, uh, the dollar signs for sure. And a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I'm a bit of a uh, of a introvert, so I don't mind kind of working by myself on a computer at a computer screen for hours on end. And and a lot of it appealed to me, I guess. I, I remember when I was getting into trading, the visions, indeed, not so much of the Lambos and, you know, all the luxury lifestyles that you could have, but more the free lifestyle that was really uh, attracting me because at that time I moved. Uh, to the US and I live in Miami Beach. So you can only imagine thinking about trading in the morning and then going outside, laying on the beach in the evening or in the afternoon. Uh, that was the thing for me. And you, everywhere you saw the pictures of traders laying in a hammock or trading with their laptops at the pool with a cocktail in their hands, right? Yeah. Those yeah. images have changed, by the way, very quickly into seeing pictures of traders stuck in their office with like 20 screens the whole day. So that was a little bit clash with the reality later on. The freedom element is also something that struck me. I'm a, I'm a very freedom-oriented individual in general, and I've never... Uh, enjoyed any full-time job that I've had. I've, I've never enjoyed working with any bosses that I've had. Like some people like, oh, I had the boss. I love him. I hated every one of them. Not, not the person necessarily, but the relationship of having somebody bearing down on me constantly, keeping track of my work and stuff. So the freedom element for sure had uh, had me. And also 
that that's what the finance, that's what the dollar signs ultimately represented to me was freedom, right? The freedom to be able to buy what I want to buy and go on trips when I want to go on them and and not have to be bound to a desk for eight hours a day like most people are. Yeah, freedom and independence, right? Because we feel so dependent, especially like when 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 people work for a boss. It's not just the money part, but it's more the, the freedom of choice. I remember that at some point I, I got a job and, you know, you had to ask for holidays. And I have been an entrepreneur for many years myself, but then you get a job and suddenly you get a few days of holidays and you're like, wait a minute, someone is going to tell me when I can take a day off and when I cannot. And I have to, you know, like really limit myself. Yeah. So that is, I think, a, a one big aspect of trading that is very attractive to people that independence of of choice time how i spend my time and of course the money it's supposed to give you how soon did you find out that there is a lot before you can get that freedom <laughs> yeah so you know like when is the honeymoon period over right i think every 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 job really every relationship um, and and every new hobby or or new career path, let's say in this case, comes at the with that honeymoon phase where you've got the stars in your eyes in the beginning or dollar signs, and you're just so into like you know what you're doing. You're absorbing content nonstop. You're like you know reading books. You're doing everything you possibly can. You just love it. You're in it, and then all of a sudden, like the honeymoon is over and the long stretch begins of having to actually dig in and learn and do stuff and. Um, that was for sure. Uh, that happened to me. I'd say, let's see. I had hired a coach prior to you who taught me the basics of of trading, and it was prior to that. Even I think I was trading for about six months prior to that. So for those first six months was very much the honeymoon phase. When I first hired that first coach, I was like, okay, that was about the point when I realized I can't do this on my own, right? And that was the thing that really I think struck me the most because I'm a huge do-it-yourself. Right? I'm a big like I like to build my own you know, wood, wood furniture, and I do my own renovations and whatnot. And through all that, I, uh, I, I also was entering this, this career with the idea, like, okay, I'm going to teach myself how to do this. I'm definitely smart enough to do that. And I'm going to, I'm going to just knock it out of the park. And uh, as I kept hitting my head against the wall with frustration and not, and, and the inability to actually realize any profits and and to see the uh just the daily challenges with the occasional like blow up of just you know whether it was a virtual account or even a a, a, a micro uh account i was blowing them up and i'm like this is this is not working what's happening so the honeymoon phase ended for me when i realized i need help from some from somebody outside of me like a, a professional who knows how to do this but even within that, I think there was still another honeymoon phase. It's like, okay, now I've got the coach. Now I'm definitely going to learn this. It's going to be awesome. And once I'm done with this three-month course, I'm, I'm ready to go, right? Uh, and I'm just going to, you know, the dollar start signs are going to start coming to fruition. So unfortunately, that also didn't happen. <laughs> it takes more than just, you know, a year. By this point, I've been trading for roughly a year. Um, and kept hearing, too, from a lot of other people online, like, oh, you know, expected to take a couple of years, year and a half, whatever. So these timelines were were always in my mind. But the longer that goes, the harder it gets, I think, uh, to, to maintain that that positivity. Yeah, it's it's probably because when you are doing or when you're not entirely sure what you are doing or you're not entire, not always doing the right thing, right, you kind of 
you kind of repeat what's not working and it's simply not working, right? Because if you do what's not working, I mean, how can you expect different results from it? But I was kind of wondering, like while you were talking, isn't it kind of naive from all of us to start something completely new and complex? And, and we all know, we all knew when we started that most of traders who are beginning this profession are not going to succeed, right? And still, every single trader who is at the beginning of this career think I will be different and still goes through the same struggle, goes through the same problems, regardless of, you know, you can tell everyone, listen, but th th this is going to be hard. It's going to you will have to face yourself. You will have to work on your mindset, on your psychology. There, there's so many different challenges and somehow we don't want to see that. Is it something you think just the nature of a human or is it just because it's such such a difficult domain and people who are trying to, to uh, achieve success in it are so ambitious that they simply do not hear all those challenges and say, you know, I, I am going to conquer. What do you think it is? Yeah, you know, so a lot, uh, there are a few things there. First off, I think trading by its nature attracts ambitious people because even though trading appears to be a quick to money kind of operation, right? Get rich quick scheme in a way. Um, and a lot of people on the outside certainly have accused me of, of like trying to chase something like that. But I think that, yeah, so it's you're starting out with ambitious people. Most people that are getting into trading are rather ambitious. They're probably people that are willing to do things outside of the normal kind of structure of society, right? The nine to five job and you know, planning with your 401k and, and having a retirement plan yeah. and all that. And often like, very successful too, right? In their Yeah, life, often, their often life. very successful because if you're successful in one area, you feel like, well, if I'm, you know, this was my rationale. I was like, I'm a successful and smart person. If I apply to something like this that has almost limitless, you know, financial capability, then sky's the limit. Like I can, I can be a millionaire in a, in a year, right? And so you have a little bit of that. So you, you're, you're partially clouded, not only by the, the 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 dollar signs of it all and and just like you know all of that and plus let's face it a lot of the content that's out there online that's oriented around trading is typically very optimistic right always, you're, you don't see a lot of trading coaches that are telling you like how much money they've lost and how terrible it is and how hard it is and how many nights they cried themselves to sleep and you know whatever um but but you do uh so that i think and the other thing you're 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 clouded by is your own sheer ambition of just saying like i know i can do this whatever um and that's a good thing it's important to have ambition and it's important to have confidence that you're going to make it um because without that you're not going to make it through the trials and tribulations to to get there but there's another thing for me which was that i did not realize even within the first 6 months that to become a good trader i needed to work on my mindset and that it involved far more than just my ability to see patterns and to recognize trends and to understand the charts and the tools on the trading platform. Like it was far more than that. And when I started to realize that was when I ultimately hired my second coach, which was you to work <laughs> on that mindset. Cause I came to the conclusion like, okay, I've hired a, a professional trader. He's given me all the tools and I'm still not getting it. The only other answer here is that I'm the problem, right? And so, or at least what's in between the, the, the ears is the problem. So that's when I uh, started to look for additional support. Yeah, it's it's very interesting that at the very uh, beginning of trading, we think that with time, we will just get better, right? 
And then you have been trading for what, two years or some people even for 10 years. And then they see someone else coming into the market. And after one year, they have success. And, and it's a huge confusion because how is that even possible? What, what I realized, what was really very important was um, that profitability is actually a skill and not just a consequence of trading. Did you know that when you started? Did you know that you actually have to first learn to be profitable and then repeat what you need to do and repeat your process and, and put the strategy in in order to actually have results? Yeah. So short answer, no, I did not realize that. But I think I've always been aware of the idea of a money mindset, right? Or at least for that, maybe not always, but definitely while I was learning how to trade. And I understood that um, being profitable or, or being a successful you know, person or an earner is, is a mindset. You know, it's like I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about, about success and I I, I, st I stated it this way, and I think it's accurate, which is that success is not a destination. Success is a mindset. You have to first understand and believe who you are, what you're capable of, and believe that it's not even about believing. It's about knowing that the success is on its way, that that money is coming, right? That the 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 financial security is there. It's within reach. It's just on its way. And you almost have to, it's almost a, a sort of a matter of manifestation in a way. Um, and being able to bring that into you to be a the right match as an individual to the type of success you want. Like when you think of a successful person, you don't see a successful person who's constantly feeling like they're downtrodden and, and who's constantly feeling like, Oh, woes me. This is terrible. Like my boss is a jerk and this sucks over here. And you know, I'm never, it's, I'm never going to make it like successful people don't do that because they're successful, <laughs> but they're not doing that because they're successful. They're successful because they don't do that. And um, that's the mindset shift that I, I understood, but I didn't fully embody until I really worked on it. And it, and that level, the level of work that was required for that was something I was completely unprepared for. I did not realize how important it was, how, how in depth it was going to be, how emotional it was going to be, and how much it was going to test me as a, as a person. I mean, to this point, I believed, well, I'm a smart person. I've got degrees from, you know, uh, top tier universities. I've, you know, have the capability of earning money. Clearly, I've been earning money for years and had great jobs and have always been well liked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, it did not translate to that the kind of financial success that I wanted um, until I really started focusing on that mindset. There is also another um, part to to being successful, which I think is uh, comes to light very strongly in trading, and that's failing. Because successful people, they are successful because after they fail, they get up. If you fail and never get up, you will not have success. And that's where I think the big difference comes in, where you know how to deal with your failure. And it's being triggered every single day during your trading routine, right? Because every time you take a loss, if you don't know how to deal with that, if you really do not take it in and accept the losses, you just feel like you're failing every single time over and over again. Well, that's the, that's one of the things about trading that I think I've learned to love about it is that it is 
a constant practice of failure. It's you are constant. You fail every day. Every you know what? Like maybe one third of every trades you take is 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 a loss, is a fail. And you know it's like that expression. It's not how hard you fall. It's how fast you get up. <clears throat> getting up in this sense is is not just like getting back on the horse and getting into another trade, which is honestly how it first felt to me when I first started trading. It's like, okay, like bad trade, lost money, get back in, jump back in. But that's actually wrong. Like you don't want to just jump back in automatically. It's not about it. It's not a matter of how fast you get up. It's how well you get up and to maintain that that sense of clarity and, and get back to your, your um, rules and your um, trading strategy and doing your best to, to focus on that and stay calm and collected as you proceed. Um, and it's no different really than in any failure in life, you know, in, in any failure in life, you're going to encounter that same desire to want to just like get back up and, and, and get running again. But sometimes you need that moment of reflection and you need that moment to, to get back down to your roots and your, your, um, you know, your baseline principles to, to know how to get back and, and get back in a, in a, in the right direction in a way that is not going to lead you back to that same failure. Cause that's certainly something we're all familiar with, right? That failing over and over and over again, um, the epitome of, uh, of insanity, right. Um, or the definition of insanity to keep repeating the same thing that leads you to the same place. So, um, yeah. I always compare it to like a suspian task, you know, uh, where you push that big rock up the hill. And then the moment you think you're there, it just rolls back down and you have to start all over for two years, for me, a uh, long time ago, it, it really felt that way. And I did cry myself to sleep. Yes, <laughs> I cried oh, yeah. pretty much every every day when, uh, you know, when I was stuck in a failing cycle and I just could not believe how, how this is even, how this is even happening to me, to me, that successful person in other areas of life, you know, just really the cliche story. But yeah. it's, it's at that moment, you are simply so emotional and so wrapped up in your own world and in your wants and, you you know, the things you, you're trying to avoid, that survival mechanism that's being triggered every time. So there is a lot of emotions coming into play. And still, regardless how much stress, how much pressure and emotions you're being exposed to every single day. Once you get into trading, it's very hard to get out. It's very hard to say, you know what? I have tried two years and it's not working. I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Many traders blow up their accounts multiple times, right? Right. And still they put more money in and go. Why do you think that is? What plays a role in those decisions? Well, I think first off, the dream is big, right? I mean, it's very easy. Uh, I, and I, I fell victim of this a lot during my trading experience was um, early on was constantly doing the math. I'm like, if I can earn this much per day, that's this much per week, which is this much per month, which is this much per year. Oh my God, this is mad. This is amazing. You know, and like you keep playing that game in your head. And then maybe you'll adjust it. Oh, well, I probably can't make that much because that's like, you know, that's like an expert trader. But me as a beginner trader, maybe I can make this much, which is still this much per week, this much per month, this much per year. That's still a massive amount of money. So you're you're just kind of like going through this thing over and over again, believe, you know, believing the 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 have keeping that hopes and dreams in your mind, which is important. You have to maintain optimism, you have to be there. But the, that's the uh the that's the the facade, right? That's not the reality of trading. Re the, the reality of trading is not to look at things in terms of 
you know, how much you can earn. It's really about how much you can keep because <laughs> trading is more about, about, you know, maintaining what's in your bank, in your, in your trading account, not, not just like zooming off into the stratosphere. It's, it's about protecting that, that money that you you've already earned. Everyone can create, have a decent trade here and there. It's, it's avoiding the bad trades. That's really the way you become successful at trading and, uh-huh. and, and not overdoing those bad trades and allowing yourself to slip down that slippery slope, slope of, of, uh, over leveraging or, or getting into too many, you know, a bad mindset where you're, you're, you've lost all principles and you're just hitting that, you know, the, the, uh, like a casino lever, right. You're hitting the button, like just trade, 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 because you're just wa- wanting to make up for a failure. So I think that's part of it. But what, what, how did you start this again? <laughs> About the emotions that despite the fact that traders are suffering, I mean, the period of, of the period where you are, trying to make it, but you're going through this emotional roller coaster every day because of those, you know, revenge trades, because you have no control over yourself or you lose control over yourself suddenly and you wake up five minutes later and you go like, what did I just do? How did how did this even happen? Who who is clicking that mouse? Because I know it's definitely not me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that that still Considering all these negative things, traders have still difficulty to to say no and say no. I got it. Completely stop, but even say stop for a week, give yourself a break. Yeah, I think part of it is that you know you have this fear that if I stop or if I slow down, I'm not going to come back to it. Because the reality is, trading is hard. It's hard on you as a both in mentally, like like you know the amount that you have to focus and the amount of knowledge you have to gain and constantly be reviewing and 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 considering, but also it's hard because it's emotionally difficult, right? The over and over again, the 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 failures that stack up as you're trading and maybe across days or weeks even, it starts to wear on you a lot. And I think there's some people, it's almost like a, a marathon mentality, right? Where it's like running is really, really hard and it's painful. And but you, you know, you keep running long enough, you hit that second wind, your body just starts kind of gliding with the motions, and suddenly you're like, it's nowhere near as painful as it was, even though you're, you've, you've ran twice as far. So I think for some, there's a little bit of that mentality. Like if I give up now, I'm not going to come back to it. Cause I'm going to get used to that, you know, lack of fear or lack of, lack of um, pain. And I think there's, that's part of it, but it, I think it's, um, it's also just, you know, again, people that are attracted to trading are ambitious types. They're the type of people that are just going to keep cracking away at something, and unfortunately, it does result in people blowing up accounts. And, and I think that that happens when you've got a little bit, you've got a, enough ambition, but you don't have enough self-control and 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 ultimately integrity to be able to say, hey, I need to stop what I'm doing because this is the wrong path. You know, it's like almost like you're blind to it. At least that's how it worked for me <laughs> on those periods. It's not only take toll on you, right? It's also taking toll on your environment. And I get a lot of times question from people who are struggling how do i know it's time to stop is it something that your coach should tell you is it something that you have to make an agreement with yourself like okay I'll, if i lose that much money then i'm done or is it something that you have to look around and see okay how is my family doing with this how how is everyone dealing with with what i am trying to achieve is this the right moment for me to to achieve that right 
So I was very fortunate in this way and that my wife fully supported me. But I know that there were a lot of there's a lot of people, a lot of traders out there who have family that is telling them like to stop or you're nuts. This is a bad idea. You're wasting, you're losing our money, right? Um, so I can't speak to that directly. I'm very fortunate to have had family that appreciated it. At the time that I really got into trading, it, it was during COVID. I was furloughed for uh, 10 months. So it was sort of a perfect opportunity. In some degree, I was almost thinking like, wow, the universe has given me an opportunity here to do something, right? And to learn this new thing and spend the time on it. That, did, it play, did that play a role at all in your, like when you were struggling, did it play a role that you were thinking, okay, I, they gave me this opportunity, they trust me. Did that create a pressure of they trust me and now I cannot make it? <laughs> that for sure. So, so that's a great point. So as I was trading and uh, failing at it, I felt, I mean, I, I'm just like this. My nature is like this. I have a sense of duty to my family. I think I think that's a, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but this is, it seems like a male quality to me, like at least like having a family, like you have to be the provider. You have to kind of be, especially in my household, my, my wife is a stay-at-home mom. So I felt that need to be a provider. And especially while we were, I was furloughed and not making any money for sure with the, it was even heightened, but I'll say that in my circumstances, I put far more pressure on myself than I did than my wife put pressure on me to succeed at this. And that pressure ultimately was not a good recipe for success when it came to trading. I mean, you know, trading, unfortunately, is already a high pressure situation. But when you add more pressure into it, whether it's that you have to make your bills or you have to generate income or if, if you quit your job, possibly, or you're furloughed in my case, and you're, you're, you're needing to supplement your, your lifestyle and pay for things, it's, it's a really tough thing. And I remember when we were working together, that was like the biggest thing. It was like when I uh, while we were working together, I actually got a new job. So I didn't have that pressure on me as much anymore. And that was sort of like an aha moment, like, oh, okay, well, now if you don't have that pressure on you, this should, you, you we may start seeing changes here. Um, and I think it ultimately did, but it, 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 it things, things still went sideways, so. <laughs> yeah, because it is really not the pressure from outside, it's the pressure that we create ourselves, right? That's and most it's of the time it's expectations. We have a lot of expectations from ourselves. And sometimes we project expectations from others on ourselves. And um, the more pressure you create, the worse it gets. Because we know that, I mean, to, to be good in something, to, to do something uh, at the highest performance level, you really want to be relaxed, right? It's true. I, I started playing tennis not so long time ago. And actually, where I noticed um, a huge improvement was when I relax the most. And that's such a crazy thing to realize that in life, the more you tighten up, the more you muscle up, the more wants you have, the more difficult the things become. And all we need to do is just to relax. If someone tells you, yeah, just do it easy, just relax. Why are we trying to, to put so much effort in everything? I was thinking the other day, where did that go wrong? Who said at some point years ago, you know, millions or um, like when we were growing up, like you have to be your, you have to do everything at your best instead of just enjoy the process because that would be so much easier for us now in trading. That's a great point. And I think that enjoying the process of trading is really the key, right? If you can come to a position with it where, it's not about the money. It's not about the success rate. It's about the actual ac- action of finding the right trades, 
playing playing the chart right, entering and exiting in the right moments. I think that if you get that and you gain your satisfaction from that alone, and you can focus on that, then you will have a much more likelihood of being a successful trader. Whereas if you're trying to focus so much on the outcomes, it's going you're going to struggle. So speaking of confidence, you kind of touch touched that a little bit uh, earlier when speaking of success. You said that in order to achieve success, you have to be confident, right? You have to believe in yourself. Now, trading a lot of times make people feel less confident. It actually destroys your confidence because you feel like you're failing all the time, right? Yeah. What role did your confidence play in your trading journey? Uh, so this is personal, but I suppose confidence is something I've always struggled with as a as a as a young person, right? All through childhood, I was picked on a bit, and um, you know, confidence was a was always something that I just struggled with. Whether it was dealing with my peers, dealing with the opposite sex, dealing with uh, anything related to work or school, even. Um, like as an example, you know, when I went to my undergrad, my first year, <clears throat> I so I went from being top five percent in my high school to go into to university and suddenly failing almost every ma- like really hard major class, especially in the sciences that I was I was going for. And I was like, whoa, like that was a major hit to my confidence because suddenly I, w- I was like, I thought I was like at least you know, top 10%, never mind, you know, and I was just, I, I needed a huge amount of, of extra support and tutoring to make it through just some of these first year courses. So it was a little bit of a wake up call first off that made me realize like, okay, first off, my education that I thought was, uh, I was excelling in clearly was not up to the level that a lot of other people are or had. And, and I found university to be very challenging. Um, but it worked against my confidence. And ultimately what that meant was, is that I had at the time, foregone switching to a major, like I wanted to really pursue architectural engineering, possibly structural engineering, something like that. And I ended up feeling that I, I wouldn't, I can't do this. Like, I just felt like I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not smart enough. Clearly I'm struggling so much my freshman year. So, you know, just take a different route, go to a uh, major that's easier and, and get your degree and get out. Right. And that was, I mean, if I could go back and change anything in my life, it would be that I wish I could snap, snap myself out of it and say, no, like with the right work and the right mindset, you can succeed pretty much in anything. It took me years, honestly, until I was, you know, in my thirties to, to be able to discover that about myself. But so in trading, by the time I started trading, I'd already kind of built up my confidence, at least far more than it had been in, in the past. And I think grad school had a lot to do with that. I, I, you know, went to a very challenging engineering graduate school and and did really well there. And, you know, that kind of helped lift things up for me, but I I was also more mature. And I think that the, the, my age kind of started to, I started to reflect more on myself and who I am and how I fit into the rest of the world. And, And through that, I started gaining more confidence, but trading is definitely something that will break you down to bits. You know, it's like, it'll break you down so you can build yourself back up. And I think ultimately that's the opportunity that trading offers anybody who tries it, whether you're, whether you end up as a trader or not, is that you have the opportunity to get beaten down so hard with something that is seemingly, I I don't want to use the word easy, but seemingly possible, right? Because you see so many people online doing it and half the people that are online successfully trading don't seem like the, types of people you'd expect, you know, that are these like hardcore, really good, you know, Wall Street level traders that are driving around in Mercedes and stuff. I mean, it's just a, 
you know, you see regular people in t-shirts trading behind their computer and they're making, you know, having a, a $4,000 afternoon or morning. And it's just, you know, incredible. But I think it worked on my confidence in that it broke it down severely over the course of about a year. I really questioned a lot about, you know, how smart am I? Am I capable of doing this? Is this something that I should even do? And then through working, you know, fortunately, fortunately, I found the right people to help me. And that's when I encountered you to be able to work through the emotional and the the mindset factors of trading. And my life has, has been changed ever since that, really. It was really beautiful to see the transformation uh, from you. And really what, what the biggest part of it is, and, and I think you said it really nicely, it's kind of, you, you said that trading can break you down in pieces, right? And in fact, if you look at it from the psychological perspective, this is what needs to happen for every trader in order to trade successfully. And let me explain why. Because we as people, we have huge egos. We have, and, and with ego, I mean an image that we have created of who we think we want to be. And we are trying to fulfill that image. We are trying to do everything to make sure that people will see us that way and that we can see us this way. And everything that does not comply with that image, we are not happy about. We call ourselves names, we beat ourselves up about it, and we are very emotional. So what actually trading helps you do is to break that image into pieces. And you need to do that because that image stands you in the way of being present with trading and not putting yourself into the equation. Because in trading, you shouldn't be there. It's just, it's, it's the market, it's the chart. And whatever you want, whatever dreams you have is irrelevant. The moment that you are trading, your dreams are irrelevant. The moment you start to think about them, it's done. It's done because now you are not trading, you're dreaming. Yeah. And that causes a lot of problems. If you are not aware of it, you will be taking everything personal. Mm-hmm. And that's where your confidence suffers. And it is good to indeed have someone who is going to help you through the journey and help you not taking those things personal because it feels personal, right? When you are sitting there, and you're losing money and it's your money, you're, you know, you worked hard to make it, to, to earn it, or you maybe took it from your savings and it, it's very personal. It becomes very personal. So it is, um, it is not always easy to, to step outside of yourself or outside to take yourself outside of the equation and actually start looking at trading impersonal. It's not about me. I know we are we we think we are a center of the world. Yeah. Main <laughs> character, main character syndrome. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not, you know, it's not such a uh, it's not a wonder that we think we are the center because in the end, you know, the earth is turning and the center point is where we are standing and we're standing right. there. Yeah, so um, it seems like everything turns around us, right? Yeah. But that's uh that's how I see trading actually helping you to to get over yourself and and you know getting over your ego helps you to um to live a happier life because then it's easier to accept the things that you might not like 
because things are as they are and we are just too picky. We like this, we don't like that. And we try to resist things or we cling on to things. And that creates a lot of uh, negative emotions in life because, you know, when you resist, what you resist persists. Yeah. Right. So with that trading, and, and you mentioned that, that, you know, the changes that you are undergoing while learning trading or trying to succeed in the market are very helpful also in your daily life. And it definitely forms you as a person, as a human being. Yeah, hundred percent. You talk about ego. I think that the, 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 the key there is that as, as you, the, with every trade that you take, a little bit of your ego goes into that trade, right? Because it's like, you're only taking a trade because you believe that you're right. <laughs> First off, right? So there's already embedded within each trade is a little piece of your ego that's going in there. And every single time that that trade comes back wrong and you lose money, which is a double whammy because that hurts even more than just having your ego shocked a bit. Now you're losing money on top of it. And there's like, you know, this actual proof that you, of, of your failure with, with a negative balance on, on a trade. It really, uh, the ego element of it is, is challenging. And I've never perceived myself as being an egotistical person, but I know what you mean by it's more of the ego and that we all carry, right? It's, it's the, the part of our personality of our person that whether you have a big ego or not, it's, it's, it, you, we all have something that's there that, that informs who we are and, and, you know, our stasis, our, our, uh, our status, our confidence, all of that. Exactly. Um, yeah. It, it, you know, trading has a lot to do with that and, and it has a tendency to, to really hit areas of your ego that you hadn't previously maybe experienced. But I think that what ends up happening is just like weight training or any other kind of physical activity, that repetition of constantly working through it and going through those steps and, and feeling that that constant attack on your ego ultimately has the potential to strengthen your ego and to help you have balance with it, right? So that it's not just all about, well, I'm better, I'm right. It's not that kind of ego. It's more of like a, a sense of calm and collected control over yourself, confidence of who you are, what you're capable of. Um, you know, it's like the... I used to think that the the image of like a real of a real trader was somebody who is very um, successful and confident and wealthy and and you know kind of walked into a room and everyone was like oh there he is you know kind of like that kind of thing and that's the the wrong kind of ego <laughs> but the real kind of trader that I've now understood like the the real image of a trader is somebody who's just extremely quiet, collected and calm in any circumstance and is basically able to 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 like analyze and be thorough and thoughtful without kind of uh allowing their emotions to go either to the extreme in either direction, right? Yeah, because you don't really want to react to triggers, right? So whether you are a trader or not, I think that's uh, that's a quality that's very helpful in life in general, that you are not reactive to whatever is happening outside and see emotions as something that is temporary because everything is changing, everything is passing, and so do emotions. And when you are trading, you will definitely have a lot of emotions, right? And the interesting thing is, is that when the emotions are not pleasant, we don't want to feel them, right? And the emotions, when you are in the trade, a lot of times people will feel anxious or nervous, right? Because now you are exposed. You are exposed to risk. So 
instead of making the time that you are exposed the shortest possible and wait for that perfect trade for the perfect setup where you actually feel okay this is this is my chance I, I really feel comfortable with that sometimes you trades you know trades are coming in in and in, in, boom boom like you said clicking clicking the bottom making a lot of trades and exposing yourself to all these dynamics that actually make you empty that completely use your emotional capital and then at the end of the day you feel exhausted and you have lost money and you're like is, is this what it is all about? Is this what I'm going to try to do for the rest of my life? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, it's that, I, and I think where that comes from the kinds, the, the kind of uh, revenge trading where you're, you're, you know, that's sort of that <clears throat> you've fallen and you want to get back up as quickly as possible. You want to just like, you know, it's like, you don't want to be beaten down by it. So you, you get back up right away and you're ready for the, for another fight, but that's completely the wrong mentality. <laughs> and that's unfortunately the mentality that comes, I think, naturally to a lot of people. Uh, especially those ambitious types, right? It's like you refuse to be 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 taken out, be taken down, but it's not the right mentality for for trading. Trading is is you know you're much better off to be. But there's a great expression that's just come to mind here. It's like you, and this is mostly applied to kind of society. I think it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war, right? So mm-hmm. I've always loved this expression because it's it's like in other words, be capable of of power be, be be capable of of violence maybe not the right word but like reassured power right just the ability to go forth and and knock it out but figuratively of course yes. but but in in trading you have to have that ability to be able to get back up and go 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 but you also need to have that ability to stay calm and collected and that's about living in that garden right the the peaceful and tranquility of it to exist within that space but have that ability to to go and 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 know when the right moment to strike is. But it's that balance because you know the worst thing you can do is to be the kind of trader that goes in and is just trying to hit it harder, harder, harder each time. And as you fall and fail, you get back up and you go tw- you you double down, right? That double down effect is really bad, especially in trading. So you know, I think that was the part for me too that I struggled with a lot. I mean, there was a lot of moments where revenge trading was a was a cornerstone of my trading experience for a long time and then feeling that complete depression of like i've i i caused my own failure here you know that that and it's tough it's tough to work through it's a very it ends up becoming a very emotional thing and that was ultimately something i i completely did not expect uh when i got into trading and then the last thing i wanted to ask you what comes first confidence or success what do you think hmm I think for some people, they fall into success backwards while while walking forward somehow. It's just it just happens. <laughs> and in that, in those instances, I think confidence comes comes second to to the success. It's like having made your success, you now feel more confident. People look at you differently, and that adds to your confidence. But that kind of confidence is only as strong as your next failure, right? It's only, it'll only be there until you've failed and you will fail. Cause the, the one thing about people who've succeeded is that they've failed more times than they've succeeded. It's just a matter of course. Um, but the other way to do it, and I think maybe the more sustainable way to do it is to build that confidence, that mindset, which I think we're kind of using interchangeably here to build that to a place where no matter how many times you fail, you will still pursue that success. And that success ultimately is there for you if you can maintain that mindset and that, and that confidence. And you only do that by work on those things first. So, so 
maybe a, a two-sided answer, but I, I think the better route is to build that confidence and success, confidence and uh, and mindset first. Totally, totally um, the way I see it as well, especially that confidence that comes really from within, feeling confident about yourself and knowing that you are capable of, of bringing something to an end of relying on yourself of, you know, when you promise something to yourself that you're actually going to do it, talking about integrity here, because when you're trading, it is so easy to mix it up with competence. Yes. When you're trading well, you're confident. The moment you start losing, your confidence is gone. Thank you so much, Zach, for joining us for a real conversation on topics that are not always easy to talk about and that you know many people don't want to discuss many times i wish you all the success i think you you know i love your brand i love what you do and um i i know you helped me a lot so I, i'm i'm excited for you to help others thank you so much for listening to the confidence in trading podcast if you enjoyed my show please rate and review it on apple podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you can come back for a real conversation in the next episode until then This is Agnieszka Wood from Ahead Coach and don't forget you too can realize your dream without losing yourself and your confidence in the process.